welcome to bonus experience. <laughs> That's going to be hard to edit because you're laughing in the middle of it. So I, I might want to get another. <laughs> no. How dare you? How dare you laugh when I'm being funny? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, if you could stop slaying me I for the moment. Violet. Thank you for saying sweet things about me, Violet. We are in agreement that you are cool and funny. Thank you. I am cool and funny. (laughs) She's a a lady of color trying to make her way in the harsh world of tabletop RPEGs. So the Tatcher Pigs, as they are sometimes called. They are never called. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes they're called by one person in this conversation. Yeah, that's 50%. (laughs) no math (laughs) this is bonus experience yeah this is a podcast with a deeper look at the play experience and the finer details of running and writing games we are queer women speaking with authority about games yes we swear die mad about it mad about it mad about it who are you i'm monica I'm I'm yeah. right. Hey, I, you couldn't see it because this is a this is not a visual medium. But I did like the Spider Man point. <laughs> Yo, who are you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Monica, resident industry professional. I'm Ray. Power um, suit. <laughs> I'm Ray, the business casual. <laughs> I'm lawful lawful neutral. Our our topic for tonight is something that you and I have a lot of experience with and is the first installment into a series we're gonna talk about where we're gonna discuss uh how do you do these things yes this is our how do you series yes we're (laughs) welcome to to new bxp after a year of getting our shit together we're gonna start doing things in a series format yes yeah we're actually gonna try to organize it yeah mostly what that means for you is that nothing you're just gonna get bxp episodes on the reg like you always do yeah it's not any it's it's mostly on our end (laughs) this is all this is all host facing (laughs) yeah uh so what we're gonna did i already say we're running talking about running games online we're talking about running games online we are talking about running games online kind of how we met sort of yes it is definitive i mean it's some of how we met we met on the forum (laughs) but we got to know each other by running games online Right. I met you because you had your AIM screen name on your webcomic. And I am one of yes! the crazy oh. people who was willing to Aim. message you. Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of, I got, I did get a lot of crazy messages. It's true. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm just a friendly person and not, not crazy. a crazy person. Not well, a creeper. Yes, crazy, but friendly, crazy and friendly. Mm-hmm. So running games online. All right. How is this the, the most convenient yet inconvenient thing? I mean, you can game with friends anywhere in the world, uh, but schedules, especially if you're doing that like friends internationally thing, and like one of you is in England and one of you is in New York and one of you is in Hawaii. 
Yeah. And one of you is in Japan and all of you are trying to figure out what magical time of day can all four of you in four different, very different time zones, one on the other side of the international dateline, can you all meet and be online at the same time? Stupid. Just uh, <laughs> it's a nightmare. But scheduling, uh, I mean, that's nothing new. Like a table no. game, it's hard to schedule that way too. Um, yeah, but the, you know, when you're scheduling a table game, all of you at least live probably in the same time zone. True. You don't have to do that magic time math. One of the other good things about online gaming, you don't need any fancy equipment or programs to get started. Back in my day, mm-hmm. we did it on all that free shit, like IRC and AIM, like you mentioned, which has been dead now for about two years. It's been cold and dead in the ground for two whole dead, years. Dead for real. AIM was like it, man. That was out. that was yeah. like before Facebook, before yeah. before even MySpace. It was like that's how you interacted with everyone. Yep, <laughs> that was it. Everyone had an AOL messenger name. Yep. Oh, yep. Just pour one out for AIM. Moment of silence. Okay, and then uh, AIM's weird cousin IRC. Yeah, yeah, IRC. I, I mean, it's been around for way longer than AIM. Way, and it's still AIM. around. But yeah, uh-huh. it's it's weird. It was never really accessible as accessible. But, I mean, it's all we got now, so... No, that's not true, because we also have that's Discord. Uh, yeah, we have Discord, we have Slack. We have... Uh, uh, we'll get into, like, all the different venues, but, you know, yeah. the takeaway I from mean, this, you don't need anything fancy. You don't need to even pay for a Roll20 subscription if you're looking into that. You just need a text chat. Like, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do it even on Facebook Messenger. Oh, shit. Facebook you Messenger could, but is then... really the new aim. <sighs> yeah, but I hate it. anyway we'll talk about that later so i also want to talk about audience energy um because i find it super hard to get audience energy from a voice call um and i guess i better define what i mean by audience energy which is like the emotional feedback you get from being face to face with people and then realizing that they are like enjoying the thing you're putting out yep it's a very performer thing Mm mm-hmm uh, I do find that video helps, but only a little um, when I'm trying to run a game online, which interestingly is not the case when I run via text. And maybe that's because I grew up doing text communication all the time. Yeah, that was like, yeah, as as we discussed, that was like it for us. It was text chat, text games. And and I mean, I was, you know, I've, I've run VoIP, 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 VoIP. Today's beverage is lime flavored LaCroix. Oh, mine Just is lime. um raspberry Weiss brand seltzer. Mm, yes. I've run both VoIP and text games online, and I I personally I cannot keep the same level of energy over a voice call. I don't I is for some reason it like it really just drags on for me and I can't and I think it has a lot to do with what you said with it's harder to get that feedback of are they really into this? Are they like enjoying themselves? For some reason, when you switch to text, it's like a completely different social interaction and it's easier for me to get into. That could also just be because of my background as a writer too. Yeah, I, I definitely find that, that being a writer really helps convey stuff via text. Um, I actually was having a discussion with a friend about how much I like running via text and he was like, oh man, as an introvert, how, how do you get, how do you people? And I was like, well, you can convey all that expression with your words 
Yeah. <laughs> Which does require some skill with words. Yes. Yeah. You got to have yes. some sort of, you know, reading and writing comprehension. Yeah. Um, and, and like, I think you also have to enjoy reading mm-hmm. to, to get something out of it. Because um, if you have a dedicated text chat channel, that's like just, this is the game in which the game part happens and you keep all your out of character stuff and questions and roles in another channel. Um, the final product is way more story-like than you'd imagine. Yeah, it's, you know, I I still have like really old logs from text games and sometimes it's fun just to go back and read it like a narrative Um, because it's almost like a collaborative novel at that point. I mean, the the takeaway from from this with with both of our experiences is probably, you know, uh, just know your own limitations and your own preferences. If you're, you know, cool with performing with only voice then you go with you know doing a voice chat game if you absolutely need to see their faces then it's like okay this is going to be voice and video if you are you know if you have a strong writing background maybe you want to run it just with text this is just it's going to be from person to person Mm -hmm. so so that brings us to like some of the best online gaming practices right what to Um, do what not to do yeah, I mean, I think the best thing to do is to just try to keep the game going. Um, meet regularly when at all possible, um, because it's really, really easy to lose steam when you play games online. Yes, absolutely. It is. It's so much easier for me, especially <laughs> when I already have a kind of a flighty. Uh, I already have a very short attention span when it comes to games and game concepts. Um, mm-hmm. If a game max it makes it past three sessions for me, its chances of survival increase by like seventy five percent. It's <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and also be much more prepared for what to do if you're like missing a player or two. Um, I personally am super guilty of calling game when missing a player, and that doesn't do our momentum any favors at all. Like ooh yeah. oh oops, one person of the four of you can't make it. Guess we go another week without game. It it's not gonna it's not gonna help. Yeah, no, I would definitely recommend uh, keep continuing to go if you're down one person. Like if you, if you're da- if two people would put you down half your game, okay, that's you know that's missing a night. But if you if only one person is missing, keep going if if you can because the benefit, especially of doing something like via text, is that that person can just sign in and read it. Yep. Yeah. There's a or there's a handy dandy log of what right? happened. Yep. Yeah, they they're not going to be totally lost. They can just read up on it in their free time between your your whenever you meet next. Um, you should also know that online games via text run at about one third the speed of face to face games. So bear that in mind when you're doling out XP. You might actually want to not hand out XP into for you know like three sessions instead of every single one. Or or do milestone or you know. Yeah. As yeah. I mean, I I at this point just prefer to do milestone progression in every game even if the game doesn't come with it i will add it in if the game doesn't come with it uh also keep in mind the not just for experience but like for pacing in general if you think combat is going to slow things up in a table game oh my god just wait until everyone has to type their actions especially in games like exalted where you get bonuses for doing a really cool action so they sit and they think about what am i gonna stunt (laughs) and then they type the whole fucking stunt and it's like oh it's it's just it's yeah plan ahead for the fact that your game is gonna move slower you won't cover you used to have to implement the the typing rule the typing rule yeah, where in the out of character chat, if you were playing in an exalted game and you had a big stunt in mind, you had to oh, post right. in the OOC chat <laughs> typing. 
Yeah, you have to flag everyone like, I am writing my stunt. Right. Or hang uh, on, stunt incoming. <laughs> because like, if it'll take you 10 minutes to write the whole goddamn paragraph, the GM might move on. Yeah. I got in the habit of, as other people were writing out what they were doing, I would be outlining my next action. <laughs> so that by the time it got to me, I could just copy paste it from notepad or whatever. Like, here it is. Like, bow. Here's my nice. paragraph. Um, um, also, while we're on the topic of typing and, and being ready and being fast, mm-hmm. keep everyone's text communication speed in mind. This is super important. Um, I'm a fast reader and I'm also a ridiculously fast typist. Like, I've got a words per minute of 120 last I checked. Damn. 40 is most people's top. Like, most people, the fastest they will ever get is still a third as fast as I am. So, not to, that's not a brag. That's keep in mind that everybody's going to, be writing you know at different speeds everyone's going to be reading at different speeds if you notice someone hasn't been able to get a word in edgewise in your text game slow the game up give them a chance to actually like play yeah also holy shit i thought i was fast at 80 (laughs) i have a lot of practice which like okay i am fast at 80 which is twice as fast as most people yeah so yeah uh just yeah, everybody oh, brings a different speed to the table. Right. <laughs> also, remember, remember how we talked about that one time you were talking about this, the scene that we were role playing back and forth, and it was just rapid fire. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> Two, words. Two words a second. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, um, like your average table game, you're going to need to find the equilibrium for how many bells and whistles to employ in your virtual game. Like I've played fate games on roll 20 so there's elaborate visuals to show aspects and zones and there's a streaming soundtrack in the background but i've also played exalted games that are like heavily cinematic with nothing but irc text not one is not inherently worse or better than the other it just is going to depend on what your game and what your players require yeah um, um i played a D fourth edition game which is not a game you should ever play online let me just put that out there <laughs> right now um, because it's really dependent on having um a, a vis- vis- visuals like you need a map yeah. you need um, a shared it, you need shared images yeah you need shared images you need a map you need distances it's actually really kind of a huge pain in the ass to do all that abstractly and we had to plug into a a virtual table this was also um many years ago so it was before tabletop simulator existed and now i would fucking love to play it on tabletop simulator holy shit be oh that it. would be oh i would love to play a 4e game you ran on tabletop simulator all right just file, file, file that away all right we'll file that away maybe that might have to be some actual play that may have to be something we do um yeah. we've also touched on this a little bit unlike a table game at least in in my experience with table games you'll need to decide how to handle table talk and out of character chat in your text-based game because it can derail it much, much faster. Because it's you're reading it, and you'll see like one line of actual, you know, like my drow hunter draws her two scimitars and charges into battle, and then you'll see just you know seven paragraphs of out of character, like you know, making fun of somebody's wiener. I don't know. So but somebody's got a meme, and now the whole out of character chat is derailed. Yes. uh, So you need to decide how to deal with table talk and out of character chat to make sure that your game chat stays nice and clean and everyone can stay on topic in the game. Especially like, as we've said, online games are going to move about 30% of the actual, it's going to move like a third fast, 
it's going to move slower. It's going to move slower. Um, the most common is to just delineate out of character text using double brackets, double parentheses. But in places like IRC or Discord, you can have a separate room just solely devoted to out of character chatter. So you can just keep it completely off of your game feed. Yeah, that's what I do, as I touched on a little bit earlier. Yeah. And that's also fun, too, for like, if, you know, your players are freaking out out of character <laughs> about what's happening in character you can move back and forth between the two rooms of like oh so-and-so is very stoic diplomat is you know bowing to the fey lord and oh of course these terms are adequate and then in the other like out of character game they're like oh my god we're fucking dead you can't do this oh my god <laughs> the, uh, the the pinned message in the discord channel i created for my through the breach game because i had to run a session of it online which i will talk about later says uh here's where you should ask game rule game and rules questions like do i notice lady justice in the crowd or what's the tn to seduce all the valerian quellers or how much damage do i take from getting punched in the face you should also make sure you should also make sure you're checking this channel because i'll also be posting calls for flips like make a notice flip or flip initiative it's also a place to ask for clarification about what your character's abilities and talents do that's good i like that just keep everything that's not narrative and dialogue in a completely different room yep Speaking of being in a completely different room, I think it's time for the mid-episode break. It's time for the break. Mmm, lime. <laughs> PXP. Oh, <this> experience. <laughs> BXP and the mid-episode break room are brought to you by Misdirected Mark Network. Ding! Uh, we really need to give a huge shout out to our art. Ar- let me try that again. We really need to give a huge shout out to our artist and graphic designer, Nido Studios. She's designed our logo, our banner, our t-shirt art, and does absolutely incredible work. Um, if you are also a professional looking for a graphic designer, please, please look up Nido Studios and hire her and tell her BXP sent you. She could both use the money and she does really phenomenal work. Quickly. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and, and she's awesome to work with, too. Like, yes. everything that we've come to her for for design work, she's fucking knocked it out of the park. Um, oh, that's N-E-N-O, Nino yes. Studios. Yes, that's. I know it sounds like it should be spelled with an I, but it is not. It is not. This is important. Please yes. go to her. Yes. Hey! Hey! You should become a BXP patron. Yes, you should. Because even $1 a month... We'll get you access to our outline and pre-pro notes. You'll get access to polls for new content, merch, and bonus material, like ideas we might have. And you'll get access to the bonus bonus experience experience, which is our hey. off-topic, <laughs> our off-topic podcast. <laughs> That's just for one dollar a month, man. We have all sorts of extra tiers on there for cool stuff, like if you want to have access to. Monica's Spotify playlists for her gaming background music, or if you want to have a shout out, shout out and a thank you on one episode a month, or all the way up to, oh, man, this one's crazy. I can't believe you included this one. All the way up to game consultations from Monica and Ray. That's yeah. me. I'm Ray. That's, it's you, you get you two have... of them at the top tier. That's crazy, though. It, it is pretty crazy. Like, people I mean, pay us for that stuff, and we're just yeah. going to give it to a patron? Two patrons? I mean, if, if someone's willing to spend that much money on it, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. They're paying a lot of money for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really cool. 
Also, if you would rather support BXP without committing to the monthly payments on Patreon, that is still totally cool. You can still buy us a coffee. You can still buy our stuff, including products made by our guests. You can also check out our brand new merch page. T-shirts, mugs, phone cases, graph paper, notebooks. Treat yourself. Support us. Give us money. BXPcast.com forward slash BXP swag. Thank you. Okay, I think I'm done talking now. I think okay, I'm done hey, and if you... shelling out. All right. Should I shell out for somebody else? Yes. How about Cut to the Chase, which is a short form tabletop RPG for two players. Uh, the players collaborate as hunter and prey to tell a thrilling story of a chase. The Kickstarter starts on March 12th, which you may note on your calendar has already started. So go out and find it and it goes until April 5th. So you have plenty of time to get some funds together and support this incredible project there are 15 rpg creators writing diverse scenarios for the games um and i've taken a look at that list and boy is that a hell of a star-studded list that is awesome you should definitely go check it out uh take a look at it um support this game it's got a really cool unique idea um you can find it you know search kickstarter for cut to the chase um we're gonna have a link to that in the show notes uh check it out fund it support it help support this artist um, and if you would like the Misdirected Mark Network to also shout out your game, you can shoot an email to chris at misdirectedmark.com. Um, make sure that you put advertising on MMP in the subject line um, and take a look at the misdirectedmark.com website and find our advertising rates. If that appeals to you, you can have your show shouted out as well. We should probably talk about another network show, though. Yeah. If you love BXP, you'll definitely like this other Misdirected Mark show down with D&D since we were just yes. talking about D&D. I bet they liked fourth edition, too. Anyway, we should have Chris about and, it. We should. I bet Chris and I. Anyway, Chris, <laughs> Chris and the Mad Wizard Sean Merwin dish about everything D and D with a focus on the brand and the newest edition of the world's most popular tabletop RPG. Also, you know we're in the right place because Misdirected Mark is the name of a fourth edition power. So yeah. there you go, mm-hmm. Chris and you and Chris have like very similar, very similar opinions on things. Yes, uh, we do, and we've actually talked about doing a like Monica and Chris's opinions about things sideshow. The Monochris show. The Monochris show. Yeah. Perfect. That sounds terrible. You it should does. absolutely Let's... name it that. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and now back to our regularly scheduled disaster. All right. Break over. Hey, Monica. What? Hey, Monica. What? What? What's your What's your preferred method of gaming online? Um, I always feel more comfortable running a game over text. I mean, we sort of expounded on how much we love playing on text earlier. Um, and I like using stuff like Discord, IRC, because I am old. Um, but I don't mind playing a game over VoIP. VoIP. Uh, VoIP. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a text baby, first and last. I... I, while planning for this episode, I, it actually made me super nostalgic for all the old school text only stuff. I really miss the AM days. And I even miss using IRC. Um, I'm, and it's making me wonder if I shouldn't try to like get a Discord text game going, try to recapture that feel. I mean, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, here's a funny joke. You got a free night? Funny for who? Yeah, for me, because um, I don't have a free night either. Um, because I really want to run through the breach for you. How do you do that? I need cards, don't I? Yeah, you need a. a I want that tactile experience. Yeah, I mean, there's you could there's an easy conversion for the unique suits for card. We can talk about this after the show. Okay. Um, okay. But I would really like to run that over Discord text. 
So maybe we can make that happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, right. I also ran it for my group recently online, um, and I realized that I really like this text thing because I have a moment to think about what I'm saying rather than give into my impulses. I don't mm. have to think with my mouth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I also, <laughs> in that, in that, in the process of doing that, I also turned it on, turned one of my local friends on to playing via text. And now anytime there's like a threat of snow, she's like, oh, haha, I guess we'll have to just play on Discord then. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shucks. Guess it's a text game tonight. Oh, yep. no. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, we kind of hung a lampshade on this earlier, so we should probably get to this at the at the tail yeah. end of the episode here, um, okay. resources, getting started with your online game. What, what should you use? Where should you go? Um, the big, the big name, um, at least, at least for me on my side is, uh, roll 20, um, oh, yeah. which is a, a tabletop simulator <laughs> that isn't tabletop simulator. Tabletop simulator. Um, yeah. it's got a text chat. It's got support, support for voice and video chat. I think it also plugs right into hangouts. Um, there's a shared, visual space where you can put your maps you can put your fate aspect cards you can pop up you know pictures of npcs and handouts um there's shared audio there's support for character sheets there's dice rolling macros that can be as simple or complicated as you want um roll 20 is really handy but it's got a lot of bells and whistles and it's really easy to get distracted and bogged down in it so i'm still not really sure how i feel about roll 20 i mean i think roll 20 is an extremely useful tool you just have to know how to use it yeah yeah you got to spend yeah. some time with it yeah you do have to spend some time with it and then there's um, discord which we've there, been and then there's about. discord we've, yeah. we've just been singing the praises of anyone can make a fucking discord now it's the best <laughs> discord <laughs> is great <laughs> yeah and uh there's dice roller bots that you can get to mm-hmm. invite in your channel um you can also create a voice channel and then invite basically like a DJ bot and give oh. yourself and people permissions to control it. And then oh. people can, can sign into the voice channel, mute themselves, and just listen to a playlist you have playing. That's really cool. I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Discord, man. Discord's amazing. Um, if you're resistant to Discord for whatever reason, there's also Google Hangouts. If you've got to do voice video, the Google Hangouts probably a really good way to go. I mean, um, Skype is a classic too. If you're going to do voice video, yeah, Skype Skype gets shit on a lot though. It's I, it's it, it's had its ups and downs. It it does, but if you're if it's a thing that everybody has, it does voice, it does video, and it does text. So there you go. That's true. That's true. I it's mean, it's right up there with Facebook Messenger as far as things that are not great, but you could use. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for IRC, I used Mibit for a really long time to do browser based IRC chat. Um. <laughs> is Mibit still good? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's been 20 years since I last used IRC. <laughs> but I checked before we recorded, um, and Mibit still exists. All right, there um, you go. Firefox used to have a plugin called Chatzilla, which for the longest time was my go-to. <gasps> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Chatzilla's pretty good, too. But I think yeah, IRC, I you have to I... have a little bit of pre-setup. Like, you need to be able to, like, make channels and shit. <laughs> IRC like so Discord is basically user friendly IRC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without like the with with extra bells and whistles, like you definitely can't do a a voice channel where you have a YouTube stream constantly playing. If you're uh, if you're like us and it's been forever since you used IRC, 
or you're at the age where you're like, what the fuck is IRC? Just use Discord. <laughs> just use Discord. Yeah, just use Discord. It's that simple. Um, yeah, and Discord you... will also let you make, like, private rooms and stuff, too. Yeah. Discord's pretty good. Um, there's all sorts good. of, if you don't want to fuck around with dice roller bots and you're not sure, like, if your friends even have dice or you need something, whatever. There's uh, more dice rollers online than really you can ch- just fucking Google dice roller. I think you can even just Google roll a d20 and google will pick a random number between 1 and 20 for you um if you're worried that your friends might cheat though and you want a log there's rolldicewithfriends.com in which you can create like a private dice rolling room basically where it just keeps track of every roll that's been made so you can't be like mm, you've been rolling over 17 a lot this you you could just check and see if you know sammy really did get two 19s in a roll i mean Maybe play with people who don't cheat, though. Or just let it go. <laughs> it's just I, a game. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, if you like a, a log just for, for accounting purposes, I guess that's fine. But I'm like, mm, if you're concerned about your players cheating, find some new players. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different problem. That's a, that's a different, different episode. problem and a different show. Yep. Okay, on I'm that note, Adam LaCroix, so the episode is over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Hey. Where can they find the show? They can find it at bxpcast.com, part of the Misdirected Mark Network. Bing! Bing. Where can they email the show? They can email the show at bonusexpcast at gmail.com, and the mysterious program manager will answer them. That's right, we have a mysterious program manager now. Yeah. She's so it's, mysterious that we haven't named her. Or she's so mysterious we sure don't know it's her she. name. Yeah. This, 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 a non-binary this. sense of fear. Anyway. <laughs> Program manager of a mysterious and indistinct gender. gender. Hey, how do they tweet at us? Uh, they can tweet at us at bonus expcast. Yeah. And what if they want to tweet at you? Oh, at me? That's yeah, at you. Ray underscore Cole. And if they want to tweet at me, that's yeah. at Zenith Sun. Yeah. Also, yeah. also, fucking go to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have a Patreon. Can you believe it? Is this going to come out in time for that? I think. I mean, so. I just talked about how we have like a Patreon. Yeah. So, hey, so go to our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/bonusexperience. Right. Yeah, give us some money, or or like look at it and think about maybe giving us some money. You know, whatever. It's cool. Um, uh, I think that's it. All right, everybody, get out. Let's go. Change it if you want to. Change it if you want to. Change it if you want to. Cue music. Change it if you want to. Uh. All right. <laughs> <laughs>